0: Yeah! yeah. yeah. I, I, Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? What? 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 Yeah! Y'all ready to break the football?
1: Another Thursday. Along well, with Bob Fesco. I'm Josh Klugman, Brian Williams, B-Dub producing. That's uh, that's uh, the uh, the halftime show, right on uh, on Saturday. Yeah. I don't know the tie to Kansas City. Do we know the tie to Kansas City? No, 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 right. no
2: ties. Well, there was, what was the Applebee's guy tied to Kansas? City? Applebee's. Oh, that's I right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I want my baby. baby, baby Tech baby, nine baby. and Applebee's, and Johnson get, County's get, favorite I get, restaurant. I get that. I don't know what Lil Jon does, but... Is Applebee's doing any restaurant week specials for Joko? Negative. I don't know. All right, so the NFL today also announced the international game. Mm -hmm. Chiefs will indeed be playing in Germany next year. Okay. Uh, The NFL began selling tickets to a game that might not happen yesterday as well. Yeah. And all of it (laughs) seemingly continues. And you couldn't get
2: tickets. There was a lot of confusion. We'll get to that in a moment.
1: (laughs) But all of it seemingly like... Hey, there's a game this week, everyone. And there's a game against the the Jags. And I don't feel a lot of buzz, at least so far. No, I've had more. They're going to win, right?
3: Question. Yeah. I've had more. Than, how do
1: I get tickets to the AFC game in my, in Atlanta? Correct. Yeah. And what's going to happen next week? Well, you got to win this week. One, you know, what? people are planners and I, I think they will. I think, I think again, I've kind of laid out. The Jags are a nice team. Do a lot of things well. Yeah, not great. Well, they can they can give you a game. The Chiefs are better. Chiefs should go out and win this game. Okay, not not looking past them or what have you. But there's plen- been plenty of reasons for everybody to look past them. But also, this may be the only playoff game at home. Maybe this be. may be yeah. the only opportunity to go out and make a ton of noise and have a game at the friendly confines.
2: Yeah, and you need to make a ton of noise so Trevor Lawrence knows how loud it is here. That would Arrowhead. be nice
1: too. Yeah. Trevor doesn't think Arrowhead's going to be, you know, it's going to be good, but, you know, not probably not Jacksonville good.
2: Obviously, the environment and the atmosphere we're going to play in is one of, if not the best in the NFL. I mean, I can't imagine it'll be much louder than
1: our fans were here on Saturday, honestly. Well, come on. Yeah. It's going to be louder than your fans were on Saturday.
2: And it's going to be louder in a different way because they're going to be against you this time.
1: And you've just told everybody, I don't know if it's going to be as loud. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be louder. It's going to be louder.
2: Yeah, because most of our fans show up. They don't come dressed as a tarp.
1: It's going to be louder. Uh-huh. But the buzz, yeah, I get more questions this week about, I think they're going to win. That's about it. think they're going to win. Not, I'm really, I really can't wait for this game to happen. It's just
2: like in the win, right? I hope we're not taking it for granted too, though. Where we got to the point, like remember, Atlanta would always go to the playoffs and like in baseball, baseball, yeah. like you'd see half an upper deck full. We we be talking about, it and go God, I hope we never get to that point where we're just accepting, oh, okay, this is the playoffs, it's routine because it's not routine. It just doesn't happen all the time. Like what New England went through was an anomaly, not the rule, right? What what look we'll at Houston right now. We kind
1: of laughed at that T-shirt lady, remember? Yeah, right. That was yeah. going out to get her her championship championship t-shirt, championship t-shirt. We're like really you're still doing that and now i'm thinking well good i'm glad she was yeah i'm glad it was still a big deal right and i was like way down the road with their with their championship she was still really excited to go get her t-shirt right we used to play that soundbite all the time before it got wolfed um mm-hmm. but now i look back at it and go well that's that's how it should be it yeah. shouldn't be taken for granted these shouldn't be like i know that they've established residency for the afc championship game right at, but you at, can't take it for granted, Arrowhead, but can at all,
2: because the minute you start believing that it's always our game is the minute it goes away and then you go 20 years and you never have it again. Right. You you can't have that thinking. And look, I'll take this from our friend Danon Hughes, the color analyst for the Chiefs. He said in his rookie year, they went to the AFC championship game. He thought that was going to be the norm. Yeah, they year. didn't go back till 2019, or yeah. 2018, whatever it was. Right. So there was a long time in between. You can't take that kind of stuff for granted. Look at the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones is the modern-day PT Barnum, right? He has an opportunity and the ability to sell anything to anyone. Like he does an amazing job every year convincing you your Dallas Cowboys are going to be a great football team. And they're not. They're usually 8-8 eight and eight in are middle-of-the-pack type of team. They won their first road playoff game since 93 on Monday night. It's crazy, right? Think about that. Their first road playoff game in thirty. Years they won on Monday night. People probably think the Dallas Cowboys—they do damage in the postseason every year. No, just Jerry Jones is PT Barnum of his day. Knows how to throw a roof on top of something and create a circus, and he's done a great job with it. And he's done a great job for all of the NFL. He may be one of the best things to ever happen to this league, just by the way that he's gone out and done things. And so I I think, you know, when when you're sitting here going, oh, I got to get my tickets to Atlanta. We got to get that buzz going for this game against Jacksonville. I know, I know we've been here and done that, but you don't want to get into that mindset of been here, done that, because then all of a sudden it's gone. And then we're like, I want to be there and do that again. And you're going through 20 years of Tyler Figpens and Matt Castles and, you know, Todd Haley's and Romeo Crenells and Scott Pioli's going, where the hell did the glory days go? So embrace this man. Every playoff game is special Every playoff game is meaningful, and every single playoff game is important, regardless of who that opponent is, and you can't get too far ahead of yourselves, because when we do start looking too far ahead and wondering who's pitching tomorrow, you forget about what's going on today. And you set yourself up for defeat. So I think once the weekend gets here, there'll be a lot of buzz. This has just been a unique situation for me. And I think for a lot of people, because of the neutral site thing and fans upset and then trying to get tickets to that and wondering what's going to happen and trying to plan that trip as much as they're trying to plan this game. And so you're asking a lot of both Buffalo fans and Kansas City fans to have to think about a championship game at a neutral site location and to plan all that. Oh, yeah. By the way, we got to win this weekend, too. Or that game doesn't happen.
1: Right, right. And Joe Mixon's all mad about that too, which I do like from a from a Bengals go get get the Bills perspective. Joe Mixon's pissed again. Which oh, he is. is? Yeah, yeah, oh, he, I didn't yeah, realize. Yeah. I
2: didn't see that story. Is oh, he? yeah, he's
1: mad about the ticket sales. Oh, good. They started me. selling. Oh. they started selling those tickets. Oh,
2: Cincinnati, please win this game.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm like God, I'm I'm rooting
2: for Cincinnati. So I'm guessing
1: he's gonna have finds the end zone. He's gonna have some kind of ticket a bit this time right. he kicked the coin the last time maybe he'll have some ticket bit this time i don't know but he's 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 ticked off about that so yeah there's been a lot of distractions heck to start the show today we mm-hmm. were going to come out of the gate talk about this game and boom what happened nfl jumped in and yep. made a major announcement made involving major the international games we found out the chiefs are going to germany i mean 605 this morning <laughs> it was like right in the middle like boy this game this is hard to get this game is hard to get to because there's so much other stuff uh, stuff that's happening surrounding it or after it i should right. say that, that has almost gotten in the way.
2: And I think there's a little bit of, not depression, but I, I think, you know, I was talking to my buddy Ralph, who I'm going to the game with on Saturday. He's been a season ticket holder for a long time, and we're talking about the Atlanta thing. He's probably just going to save my money, but I think there's a little bit of, oh, whatever that term is. You know, oh, this sucks that we're not going to be able to go to the AFC championship game in our stadium if Buffalo wins. And I think there's a, there's a feeling of, like the air has been let out a little bit because that AFC championship game has been so awesome and cool and, you know, great to be a part of. I think there, there is a, a little bit of unfulfilled fandom, if you will, based on the fact that it
1: most likely will be a neutral site game. So the tickets went on sale yesterday. The season ticket holders had the opportunity to go buy tickets for Atlanta, both Buffalo and Kansas city, right? Apparently there was a glitch. Not everybody could get in right away, and I guess they did rectify that and what mm-hmm. have you. But there, there should s- there's always a glitch with we'll the Ticketmaster. There always is a glitch, and then there was all kinds of stories floating around. And, and frankly, I don't know. I don't know what's true. I believe there's probably some internet fallacy going on. But also, I, I tried to I tried to sign in. I'm not a season ticket holder. Obviously, I'm working. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not going to every game, but I, I purchased tickets for the family and whatever. So I. I'm like, oh, I'll sign in and see if, see, you know, what's what. And I got as far as I could see the seats, but I didn't have the code to unlock them. Now, there were some internet sellers claiming they had the code to unlock them, and people were doing it. Bill's fans were buying tickets on the Chiefs' side, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if that was the case. Right. Um, also, when I did it, it, it would not allow... Or it said unavailable any tickets on the Buffalo side of the field.
2: Well, which I, thought was I thought that's kind of cool that they're doing that. So because
1: yeah. I was logging in from I guess from a Chiefs perspective, right through my Chiefs Ticketmaster account uh-huh. or whatever, it only would even let you see tickets on one side of the field. I'm like, okay, well it looks like they're probably trying to separate it half and half and go from there. Um, so they did have a glitch. Yep, <laughs> there may have been some password.
2: Ticketmaster should you stick to selling tickets to Tuesday night at minor league baseball and minor league hockey events. I don't know
1: what was going down. It sounded like kind of a mess, but people that got the tickets were saying the prices were pretty reasonable considering. And I think there's still a bunch of tickets out there. I'm going to see how it, how it goes down if it goes down, but yeah, there's a, there's a big part of me that says, boy, I don't like looking ahead. Like I know you need to plan and all those things, but I, the the optics are are weird about it. Like let's start selling tickets to a game. We don't know is going to happen is weird. Right. Um. So if you had the experience, I would know we heard some from some season ticket members earlier that said, yeah, I got through. I got my tickets. I had some that tried to get through. Couldn't get through for hours. Eventually got there. Like everybody had a different story. Yeah. You know? I had somebody that couldn't get in initially that did get in. I had another person say, I just called the chiefs to make sure I could get um, my tickets at Arrowhead. Should sure, mm-hmm. they play the Bengals? I didn't want the Atlanta ones, but wanted to make sure that I could still get, the ones at Arrowhead. If that game happened, right? Uh, I, I, I don't know where this one's going to go. And then you have, again, the looking ahead portion of it, which has become kind of a distraction. It really has to this whole week. Yeah,
2: it really has been. And and you could probably write a book with the different stories that you heard about people trying to buy tickets to this event yesterday because everyone was different and unique. And I I, I don't understand why Ticketmaster is using Southwest software, Southwest Airlines software, the FAA software. To try to sell tickets to an event like this, if if this is going to be the case, the NFL needs to find their own ticketing operation and go into business for themselves instead of relying on Ticketmaster. Because anytime there's a major event, like I'm talking a major event, the AFC Championship game is a major event, Ticketmaster messes up every single time. There's a huge concert, whether it's Taylor Swift or Metallica or whoever. You, you, you log on to buy your tickets, and it's it's always a mess. I mean, I swear to God, they're using the same software that Southwest Airlines is using. Might be. They've got to figure out a way to fix this because when you don't and you do that and your fans are trying to log on and they're spending hours on a ticket website, that's just stupid. Just dumb. So Ticketmaster has to figure out a way to deal with more than two people being on their website at a
1: time. You're talking about the Cowboys getting a road win. Uh, someone did text in astutely at 913-586-7610. You realize Dak Prescott has more road playoff victories than Patrick Mahomes. No,
2: no question.
3: <laughs>
1: That's still crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's bizarre. Patrick's He's never played a road playoff not game. Not played a road playoff game. If they make it to next week and it's Buffalo and it's in Atlanta, that's the closest to a road playoff. And game.
2: that's not even going to count as a road playoff no. game. That'll be a neutral site. Game. Yeah.
1: Weird. Mizzou had a big victory last night. And guess what? We had another game with, oh, fouls and free throws next.
3: Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour. Every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
1: NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. Chiefs and Jags coming up 3.30 on Saturday on 106.5. The Wolf pregame coverage gets underway at noon. I'll join Mitch Holtis, Dana Hughes on the broadcast. Dan Israel, Brad Porter, and company. We'll get started with pregame at noon on Saturday. I love that it's Saturday. I love it. Love I love, it, love, it, love it, it, too.
2: Love it, too. Fantastic. So hopefully,
1: we're, we're doing the uh, Chiefs win, right? Right. And then we all watch... Sunday, uh-huh. and you can pick your matchup if you want. I'd love a crack at the Bengals again. I would too. I'd love a, more of the home game. So that's where I'm. That's right. where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's at. final answer. Right.
2: See you in Atlanta, Josh. It,
1: that's what. Yeah, yeah. See you in Atlanta. <laughs> is that true that Lil John's from Atlanta? <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody's seemingly yeah. saying and on so the text that, lines. That so that's time? why they did it because they're going to send him into Atlanta already. Uh, that's what, what it, it is? A, what a yep. crock. Yep. yep.
4: A little bit All of pettiness.
1: Right. All right, uh, but basketball last night. Okay. Mizzou gets a big win. Come from behind. Beat number 25, Arkansas. Fantastic. Great win. Great tweet by the coach, too. Great tweet by the coach discussing using their final timeout. Right. I was uh, calling women's game last night. Check it out ESPN Plus. Great little comeback win for the Jayhawks last night. So I didn't see this game. I didn't either. And I was not at the women's game. I was watching Seinfeld. But remember (coughs) KUK State? We talked about all those fouls and free throws. Mm Mm-hmm. Last night, Arkansas, Missouri, fifty-six fouls, sixty-six free throws. Good lord! Come on, college was that
2: old, double overtime, triple overtime, quadruple overtime—with all that a regulation. Oh.
1: Missouri was thirty of forty at the free throw line. I didn't go to a basketball game to watch Who the officials. The hell wants to see forty free throws? Nobody does. That's just
2: Missouri. Correct. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a free throw a minute. They took 49
1: shots, had 40 free throws.
2: Oh, God. Almost Arkansas, every shot
1: was a foul. Arkansas took 50 shots, shot 26 free throws. Too many free throws, too many fouls. Yeah, Enough. Come on, Make stop Make the game that. a little more entertaining. Don't let them go a you, little bit. You know what they do? Not they, everything has to be a foul.
2: In, in basketball, you foul out if you get a certain amount of fouls, right? 5,000 college, six in the NBA, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm -hmm. How about we do this? And I'm going to implement a new rule for college basketball. If the official blows his whistle more than five times, he doesn't get paid for that game. Arkansas... Four players foul out. That's stupid, though. That th- th- <laughs> you're taking it out of the hands of the players when you do stuff like that. Again, I I relate it yesterday to you know being on offense in football, and just throwing it up and getting a pass interference when you know you're not going to complete it. That's what we got going on right now. So the new rule, new rule is the Elam ending, which we've talked about. And now, if you're an official and you call more than five fouls, you don't get paid for that game. Let's uh, just simplify this. I, thing, I, right?
1: I, I love that. Hey, great win for Mizzou. Great win for for Dennis Gates. Right. Basketball just so bogged down. Also play quarters. Come on. I keep saying yeah. that too. Uh, Got to do In the that. women's game, the quarters Ugh. are much better now. The flow is much better when you're playing quarters. Right.
2: Some breaking news from the NFL today, Josh. Byron Lefwich has been fired as Tampa Bay's offensive coordinator. They averaged you know, the, just 18 points per game. What are the hottest head in the coaching league in candidates
0: in the a NFL a year ago? A year ago. A year ago. Saying. That's
2: my problem, again, with coaches. Well, oh, my God, this guy's going to be great. The next year he's fired as a coordinator.
1: We know why. He called bad plays. That's right.
2: The year before he had a he experience plays, plays Did, that now it's he called bad ones. Right, he he lost a, a big weapon in Gronk, and Tom Brady stinks now, so it's his fault. Now they were last in the NFL in rushing this year. You can make the case he needs to run the football better or whatever, but I mean that was the hottest name. Who's the guy now? The Philadelphia offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. Les Steckel, or somebody like that? No, it's not Les Steckel. Uh, like like I heard of he, he, that guy's
1: the hot name right now to be the coordinator be, to be the head coach. It's not Ben Johnson either. He's going back to Detroit. Yes, that we right. know that well, name. Well, as of right now. I only know that name because I didn't know who he was.
2: Tampa Bay needs to fire their head coach too. That Todd Bowles. He couldn't motivate me to get up in the morning. And then punts at fourth and three from the 50, that's fireable right
1: there. Yeah. So another OC opening. Mm-hmm. I mean a lot of new oh, gonna be a lot of new OC slash head coach candidates uh yep. getting jobs here. Or future head coaching candidates getting mm-hmm. jobs here. Recently. Where does Leftwich end up? Does Oakland an O.C.? Maybe. I'm sorry, Las Vegas? Maybe. Still stuck on that one. Yeah. He joins Brady. Does he go to Pittsburgh? He joins. No, Pittsburgh's keeping their guy. Well, now
2: they they were yesterday, but now that Leftwich is available, all the Pittsburghians Mm -hmm. will be, like, Mm -hmm. cheering for Byron Leftwich to go there.
1: So he goes to the Raiders with Brady. Okay. Like, Brady likes him. He does. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think he did. I mean, you remember he was illegally going to his house when he first got there Mm -hmm. to get the playbook and stuff. When he was throwing balls in the park. Right. And he, he got caught going, right. going over to Byron Leftwich's house before he could. hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> So I mean, they must be good. All right. All right. I would say Raiders. Also, okay. Also a answer. All right. I mean, no. That one's subject to change. God. Anything involving Brady is subject to change at this point in time. So Leftwich is out. A year
2: ago, everybody wanted to oh.
1: hire him. Yeah. Yeah. Going to be a head coach. Not anymore. You have to find another uh, OC gig before he's. Now a head coaching candidate once mm-hmm. again, ridiculous, ridiculous the way they they uh, hire and fire coaches around the uh, the NFL. It is uh, Kansas City Restaurant Week, and we're pleased to be joined by Luke Pickett in studio. He's with Barrio KC. Good morning, Luke. Hey,
4: good morning, guys. How's
1: thanks, it going? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, absolutely. I always I, I keep asking this to the uh, to the restaurant slash uh, you know like bartender crowd. What are your what are your normal hours? Is this early in the day for you?
4: Uh no, I'm I'm in okay, by nine good, o'clock good, every look day. At you. Good. Wow. good for you. Good uh, for you. Uh, you know, hopefully out by five. Six, you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the goal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta get in early uh, to get the early. Saturday was midnight, so that yeah. was a long yeah, one. It depends but, uh, on the day, you know, huh? Normally about ten hour day.
2: So yeah, t- t- tell us about Barrio. You guys got like eighty-five locations and an eighty-sixth <laughs> coming now. You guys are doing great things, yeah, huh?
4: Yeah. Um no, right now we've we've got three locations. We have three. Uh we have our original location in Brookside. Uh, second location, Red Bridge area, out on 110th and Holmes. Nice. Uh, newest location at Briarcliff, uh, north of the river, and then uh, we've got another one down in Midtown, Martini Corner, uh, slated hopefully you know within the next two months, depending on, uh, you know, construction and permitting and stuff
2: like that. Nice. So. so you
4: guys are rocking and rolling right now, huh? Yeah, keeping busy, that's for sure. And the Absolutely. business is good right now, right? Uh, yeah, it's great. Obviously, better in the, you know, in the summertime when the sure. garage doors are open and the, the patio's jumping. But, yeah, I mean, you know, restaurant week's great. And, you know, Kansas City sports their local restaurants pretty well, so... Yeah, we're doing doing all right.
2: So, what do you guys what are you guys doing for Restaurant Week? Uh,
4: so, we're doing four courses. Uh, something kind of different with us is we include a drink, so you can get a margarita as part of it as well, or paloma. Pick a beer, pick a wine. I uh, love palomas right now, yeah, man. So they're they're really that's good. That's part of the package. I like uh, the smoky ones with mezcal. Yeah, that's what we're we're offering. Smoky uh, smoke and paloma. We call it with the mezcal. Uh, we have lobster tacos, birria, uh, fajitas, crab cakes. Which brought you some in for you guys to try. Oh, nice.
2: Very nice. So does the margarita or the Paloma count as a course,
4: or is that in addition to <laughs> the four courses? That's in addition to. That's That's awesome. Wow. What's
2: so up it come, you get four courses and a drink? Absolutely, yeah.
4: So, uh, you know, our price point's a little less than, you know, say like capital grill or stock grill sure. or something. So we really want to make sure we're adding on to, you know, make sure it's a value for everybody.
1: That's awesome. So you got a new location coming and you're only working 10-hour days? That's that's a good <laughs> job by you, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I said uh, so that would be more. Right? You know, it's it's you know, at the
4: time it is what it is, you know. It's it's 6 and 7 day work weeks at times, yeah. but you know, as we get staffed and you know, I do have a great crew uh working with us. So
1: you mentioned uh how Kansas City supports I I this week's amazing to me because it, it is. It's like it's like a a week-long celebration and people get out and 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 take part. How big is Restaurant Week for your
4: specific part of Casey Surprised this year, honestly, just like I said, just the way our price point works and stuff. Uh, I mean, we've been, been packed every night so it's it's been great it's definitely uh benefiting us for
2: sure and i think you guys need it as much as everybody else needs like the holidays are over you're kind of in the i mean look outside right now come on now you want to go have mexican food and margaritas let's go let's like like bring the sunshine to
4: yourself yeah that's it a little taste of summer and (laughs) springtime
2: absolutely man and and just because this is kind of the this is the time of year like you're just done with with christmas and new years and you know it's just kind of january and i've never liked january or february and so you get restaurant we get you out of little bit shake off the cobwebs and 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 kind of refresh the body and the soul a little
4: bit I yeah think. absolutely get geared up for spring and summertime yeah, yeah for sure
2: so what's your best seller like you know everybody wants to come in and get this at your guys place
4: uh birria tacos have been huge hit lately uh i mean that's probably our number one seller we also do a burning quesadilla Ooh, um, my goodness move, move a ton of those yeah so those are probably our top two fish tacos as yeah. well we do great beer battered fish tacos So
2: that sounds awesome of quesadilla. My stomach is growling right now.
1: <laughs>
2: You've got that flat top at home. You could make all of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I leave it to the pros. Yeah, you can never recreate yeah, stuff, yeah,
1: man. To you gotta, pros. you gotta leave it to the pros. The are, is this available at all the locations as well? Restaurant Week, uh, yeah, four abs- courses at all of your locations. Absolutely, yep. So they can get out to any. Particular one that that fits their neighborhood and everybody's good. Yeah, for good. sure, and we're that's kinda,
4: cool. You know, spread out They're on the Missouri side, you know, obviously, but kind of in a row down the city. So mm-hmm. uh, we've got a location kind of everywhere. So.
1: kind of a uh, a gateway as well, right, to introduce people that haven't been to.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just to kind of show show them what we're doing, and then it also gives us uh, you know a little outlet to do some fun, different, creative things as well. You know, a little you know off the the normal menu. So.
2: What's the most random taco you could think yeah. of and create that maybe you haven't done but want to? Because lobster taco piqued my interest. I'm like, that's a pretty good one. What? Like, Is there anything else randomly you think like maybe like a
4: catfish taco or something? Uh, you know, I'd probably stay away from the catfish. But, uh, you know, maybe, you know. I don't think that that no, like of that in No, I just, sound. I don't know why I thought a <laughs> like catfish. A I just lobster yeah. taco. You get it. Like yeah. catfish taco. Yeah, yeah. maybe not, maybe maybe not right. so much. Yeah. Mud, yeah. You, know, uh, you know, maybe like, you know, like a, a braised goat or or something a little more traditional might be kind of fun. Something different you're not going to see anywhere. But
2: does um, goat taste like goat cheese does? Because I hate goat cheese. Like, it's, so if I eat goat, will I be like, ugh?
4: It's got a bit of that funk to yeah. it, if you will. Yeah. If yeah, if people either love it or hate it. You know, it, it's kind of like like lamb. It's got a little bit of that. Lamb is weird
2: because I it's like really a nice. lamb chop, but I had a lamb burger one time ruined my whole dining experience. I was not
1: happy.
4: Yeah, it it can be a little sketchy. It's yes. just, you know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so maybe
1: that wouldn't be any better than the catfish, that's what you're saying. No, I,
4: I would do a catfish
2: taco over a lamb taco. Have you ever lambed?
1: Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. you
2: like lamb chops? Lamb chops? The lamb euro? I'm yeah, gone. lamb. Yeah, that's good. I can eat that, I mean, but, like, for whatever reason, I had this lamb burger, and I was like, it was just gross. And it was, like, 15 years ago in Miami. And I have not touched a lamb really burger since then. Like
4: ground lamb with a little ground beef, I'd do a little mixture like that, or ground pork, ground beef. Yeah. Kinda, it's, Mexican a little, common, little kind it kind of a balances little yeah. it out a little
1: bit. Now right. that our stomachs are completely growling,
4: right? Yeah, right. Now I'm starving. I love Mexican food. All right, so let's run,
1: roll. Run through the locations again and uh, hours and everything that's so that people can come find you.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Redbridge, Brookside, and Briarcliff currently uh, with the new spot coming in Midtown. Uh, open 1130 to 10 uh, during the week, we are open at 10 a.m. for brunch on Saturday and Sunday. So, do bottomless mimosas. Have a nice little brunch menu as well.
2: So Fantastic! Can't wait to take this food home. My daughter will be very excited every day this week.
4: Who are we getting tomorrow? <laughs> Brought you guys uh, a <laughs> half gallon margaritas as well. So, Ooh, what? Uh, very nice. I don't know what? What you guys yeah. now, but That's how we do. Buried so. the lead, yeah. there, Luke.
1: <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Pickett is from Mario KC. Check them out for Restaurant Week. Uh, website plug as well. Uh, yeah, bariokc.com. Very easy. Find them. Find them there. Find the location nearest to you and get on out for uh, for Kansas City Restaurant Week. Luke, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, rock and roll. Appreciate it, guys. All right, the Jags. Are we taking them too lightly? Mm, possibly. Let's generate the buzz somehow, some way. Next.
3: FESCO in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT every, every Monday, Monday at two fifteen for an exclusive one-on-one interview on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, six ten Sports Radio.
1: i introduce this week's special musical guest, Mr. Kenny Lager. Our NFL playoff coverage <laughs> brought to you by Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, and scenic views. What's the name? Really of, good. What is the name of that Twitter feed?
2: It's like SNL introduces musical acts. Let me pull it up. Uh, so good.
1: If you if you watch SNL, that it's the same intro every single time. Yeah. Really, they don't yeah. they don't glam it up. It's the host usually introducing the the musical act, and this Twitter. Oh, I account. swear I started following. This literally, account. is just those videos.
2: Yeah, it's like SNL band musical act intros or something like and that. And
4: now it's my pleasure to introduce
1: this week's special musical guest, Mr. Kenny Logan.
2: Kenny Logan. There you go, Kenny. And it's like, it's not a montage of every act, it's no, like second. literally a four second tweet. <laughs> of every act, every they could single keep this one. Going. There's been
1: like forty something years of SNL, right. and they could keep this Twitter account going for a long time. Just Very long time, one short video at a time. Yeah, uh.
2: it's so funny. I was looking at it yesterday, and, or whatever it was. You know, you end up in these. Um, uh, it's SNL hosts intro, and and it's SNL hosts introducing the musical guest. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that it. Josh. It has 162.7 thousand followers. 162 thousand. Followers to this account of people just going, ladies and gentlemen, Beyonce. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Sting. Yeah. The old number fives. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett Veach Town. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah, that's another good one. Ladies and gentlemen, Prince.
1: I saw the Kenny Loggins one. I'm like, oh, this is. Thank you. Thanks for doing that. Oh, Kenny got a little something for that 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 day,
2: ladies and gentlemen. No
1: doubt, no doubt what? Oh, no, no doubt, just mm. no
2: doubt, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Byron Leftwich. Hey, let go today. Let go, fired. Mm. A lot of breaking news today. Chiefs are going to Germany,
1: and Byron Lefwich got fired. Yeah, we won't know the uh, date or the opponent probably till May. That was when they did it last year. Yeah, but they announced who's going. Well, we don't even
2: know where in Germany yet. It said That's stadium true. to be named yeah. later. We yeah. don't know if we're going to
1: as a Frankfurt and the the London games. They announced the stadiums. Yeah. The Germany games they did not. Right. So we don't know that yet, or the opponent. But the Chiefs have nine home games this upcoming season, mm-hmm. and I just picked the least compelling home game, which is the Lions, which would be Detroit. Yeah. And I like six and 11. Detroit. They
2: got six and eleven. Their home slate over. is
1: really good. They got the Bills. They got the Bengals. They got the Eagles. Are you sure the Bills game is going to be allowed to be here by the league? Are they going (laughs) to move that to Atlanta next year? This could be the one. And they're they're going to London, so they probably aren't going to Germany, too. Mm -hmm. So, by process of elimination, I think it's Detroit or Chicago. And Chicago's been there more overseas more recently than Detroit. So, Mm -hmm. I went to Detroit.
2: Yeah, Detroit has not been overseas since we played them in twenty fifteen. Yeah when Jim so they're Bob. Going.
1: Jim Bob Cooter was the offensive coordinator. That's right. Where is Cooter
2: right Bob now? Cooter. He's somewhere. Well, I think. No, no, I mean like he's coaching. Oh. I think he's coaching somewhere because I remember you and I having this conversation in passing. You're like, Cooter's still coaching? Yeah, because I, I yeah, because he swiped his pass before me. That's right. You see, Yeah, you saw him at a game. You're like, yeah. oh, my God, guess who oh I gosh. ran he, into. Yeah, he's
1: with the Jags. He's coming this week. Oh, he is? Oh. Cooter's coming yeah. to town. Cooter's coming to town? Yeah. Oh, Cooter. That's right. Passing game coordinator for the Jags. Oh, nice. That's where I saw him. I mean, I didn't see him. I saw of him. He swiped his badge right. at the stadium, and I saw Jim Bob Cooter.
2: Oh, man. We're only getting and to this on Thursday at 945. There's a little,
1: there's a, there's a little like, a tablet at different sections of the stadium and you have to scan your, your, your pass to get through there. Right. And had I been able to stop, I would have taken the photo of Jim Bob Cooter. So it said, Jim Bob Cooter, as I'm swiping my thing, and then it has me. Uh, no. Did you try to stop swiping to get yes, a picture? I
2: was
1: like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I'm like, no. Is there a rewind of this thing? And they're yes. like, what it? they think I was a totally weird. Like, could it go back to the last picture? And they're like, no. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, they, like Jim Bob Cooter was here.
2: They legitimately could have just called him Jim, right? His name is James Robert Cooter. Right. So they call well, him I'm sure Jim. Someone Bob. else's family was. Well, his dad is Lance Cooter mm. and his mother is Ellen Cooter. Hmm. And he has, uh, a, ha, has a brother named Jack Cooter.
1: Uh, Cooter. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Cooters. Yeah. Uh, Cooter. So, yeah. Jim o. Cooter was the offensive coordinator in Detroit yeah. when they played the Chiefs in London. That's right. He was.
2: the No, he was not. He was the quarterback coach. He was the offensive coordinator the following year.
1: So Are was, you sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at called, it right now. I swear he called plays or did something. He was a quarterback ahead coach Chiefs, for, ahead
2: of the Chiefs going there. He was a quarterback coach for the Lions of fourteen and fifteen, and then he was the offensive coordinator from sixteen to eighteen. Then went to the Jets. Then was a consultant with the Eagles plays last or something, year. Something
1: that game? I swear that it came up that game that he was. I don't remember. Like don't it was know. the first. You know, he like,
2: was here in twenty twelve. He was part of the miraculous twenty twelve season in Kansas City. Offensive quality control coach in twenty twelve. The Philadelphia Eagles hired him last year in 2021 as a as a consultant. I got to be honest. Like, if I'm looking for a consultant, I don't know that Jim Bob Cooter's name crosses my desk. Cooter. Uh, Wasn't he like Peyton Manning's guy at one point? Mm-hmm. Maybe both Tennessee. Right. because So he was with the Broncos in 13 as an offensive assistant, then went on to Detroit, then with the Jets, then with the Eagles, and now Jacksonville as the passing game coordinator. Correct. That is outstanding.
1: Correct. I forgot he's with the Jags, though. So we'll see him, uh, I guess, at Arrowhead. That'll be mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Jim Bob Cooter's coming into town, baby. Uh, Cooter. So there, there's reason for, for getting up for Chiefs and Jags. Come on now. That's right. Cooter's going to be there. Also. What a terrible name. They hurt Juju. Remember that? Right. I kind of. If he shot to Juju Smith Schuster that knocked him out for the next game. Mm-hmm. Knocked him out of that game and then he couldn't play the next week. Yeah, that was Jacksonville, people. Right. I forgot about that was Jacksonville. Yeah.
2: That cause that game was just again, it was just kind of just a nondescript game right in the middle of the season. I was just more excited that it was a noon game.
1: Yeah, that, that was that was the big thing. This is a this is a noon game against yeah. the Jags. But Dana Hughes pointed that out to us, the Chiefs color analyst, when he dropped by yesterday on the show and wants to see the Chiefs play a little more physical. He thought it was one of those games where they let the other team push. That's
3: the part that kind of gets under my skin as a former player is that, you know, I always prided myself in, like, when we played teams back in the 90s, like, we we were going to be more physical than them. Like, that's how, that's kind of the aura of Marty Scheinheimer football. So when I saw, you remember the hit against Juju Smith-Schuster, the hit against MVS, and not saying that there should be retaliation, but there should be physicality met with physicality. And that's what I'm looking forward to in this game. For those guys to remember, maybe some bone-crushing blocks in the run game from our wide receivers on the outside to to set the tone early in this game.
1: There you go. As Dana likes to say, hit Mm -hmm. him in the mouth. I think Juju will probably remember that game. Yeah. Someone texted me earlier, Juju Smith-Schuster is going to have a big game. All right, cool. Hope yeah. so.
2: Bob Sutton's going to get revenge on Juju Smith-Schuster, or Juju smith Schuster's going to get revenge yeah. on the Bob yeah, Sutton Bob defense. Sutton,
1: Bob Sutton defense. We know that thing's yeah. not going to make any adjustments. Right. Just go out there and kick their tail. Yeah,
2: just one play, see what they're going to do, and that's what they're going to do over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. There ain't no changing going on yeah. out there
1: with Bob. Andy Reid's going to draw circles around this thing. Yeah.
2: I hope so. And I hope because Bob Sutton and Cooter
1: and and Dougie P are on that other sideline, Andy Reid doesn't pull back a little bit. I don't know what you're talking about. You guys got a pass to say Cooter on air, and you're abusing your pass. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about either. Uh, Cooter. His name's Jim Bob Cooter. Right.
2: So they well, maybe Jim Bob's a terrible name, regardless
1: of what your last name is. They may have out you in the in the first meeting. Remember that. They've also played back-to-back playoff games, essentially. Like, really, five. They're playing for their playoff lives all the way down the stretch. hmm Time to make them go away. Yeah, Let's go. It is. got to eliminate
2: Jacksonville early. Get them down 27-0 and see if they can come. Oh, wait. they yeah, done guess, that,
1: No, yeah. but you say we're not the Chargers. Like, true. Yeah. So, you know, it's the Chargers are dealing with here. Get them down 27-0. Really nothing, loud, then get them down 35-0. In your really loud home stadium. Yes.
2: Does Trevor Lawrence realize, like, the loudness of Jacksonville? They were cheering for him. And this week when he goes to Kansas City where it's going to be twice as loud, they're going to be against him, so it's like it's apples to oranges you know, in this. He
1: just can't imagine a scenario in which it's louder. So That's fine. He'll be up for a pleasant surprise.
2: Obviously, the environment and the atmosphere we're going to play in is one of, if not the best, in the NFL. I, True. Mean, I can't imagine it'll be much louder than our
1: fans were here mm. on Saturday, honestly. Yeah. First part to get... In technical part not so much
2: the only thing that we won't well, be doing you won't that have they to did, imagine
1: it you won't have to imagine it the
2: only thing we won't be doing and i could get this changed if we wanted to like I, i'm sure ralph will bring out a pool we get a pool to put out there at the tailgate and then bring it into the stadium right they'll let us bring in a pool i would think what'd you say earlier a pool of vodka yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, ben Maller said that, you know i other than a pool, I don't, right. don't see a pool out of Arrowhead. I said, I don't know. You travel the parking lot far enough, you might find one. There may be a pool out there on Saturday. It's supposed to be nice, right? I don't know. Somebody bring a trailer with their hot tub on it. To, I don't know. Oh, that's stuff, a good weird idea. stuff happens in the parking lot. I don't yeah. know.
2: It is good. Do you have to pay for two spots if you bring a hot tub? Just don't have it over the line. Yeah. <laughs> Are they still enforcing the line? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, it... <laughs> remember when they did oh, that? Wow. Oh, wow. People got so God. mad.
1: What well, was stupid. Yeah. It still is. Don't go over that yellow line. Yeah.
2: Okay. Or thanks. What? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Some guy in a golf cart's gonna come by and give me a citation? They did that
1: one year. They did that one year. They yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. 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 That
2: was Scott Pioli.
1: I don't know if they're enforcing
2: line anymore. Yeah. The or... <laughs> guy, because people were complaining, like a dude on a golf cart in a, like an event staff jacket is trying to give me a citation. Thanks, pal. <laughs>
1: thanks or no thanks.
2: Yeah. Keep that citation.
1: So Trevor Lawrence doesn't know what he's in for. It's going to be a, a loud crowd. I think the buzz will increase as we get closer. I mean,
2: we're a day away now, right? I know, I know we got
1: the we got the or the uh, one less day because it's a Saturday game. But I think I think it's been a little slow. This week's been a little slow in in building. It up has this been. Game. There's just been so much stuff we've been bogged down with. Coming off a great playoff weekend, I love that they're playing Saturday. I do too. I love that it's the first game. You don't have to wait anymore because it feels like the the buildup is there. You you saw all that great playoff action last week. Mm -hmm. You want to be a part of it. Sans the drama. Right. Let's play the first game and make it non-dramatic. Right. Get a win, sit back, and then find out who the opponent is.
2: Mm -hmm. Enjoy Saturday night. Relax a little bit. Enjoy Sunday. Relax a little bit. Get your feet up. Get an extra day of rest before you have to travel to Atlanta.
1: No, or you go to another home game at Arrowhead. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I hope. So,
2: so, you said that uh, Joe Mixon is pretty ticked off again, which I like. I like the ticked
1: off yeah, Joe he's, Mixon. He, Joe Mixon's he's, not he's, happy that there's, they've sold pre-sold tickets to a game that's not on the schedule. Yet. Yeah, he's not happy now how much he can do about it, but he's not happy. And I know what, like what that. he
2: can do about it is make sure the Buffalo is not there, but like, he can do a lot about it. You know, he can do a lot by going out there and having a game. You know, Joe Mixon can have a real big impact on
1: this. Yeah, I just mean, I mean, he doesn't, you know, take the direct snap or anything. Yeah. You know, you still got to get plays called for him or sure. what have you. I mean, can't have direct, but I would love, I'd love, like, feel a little angry Joe Mixon would be all right.
2: Do you feel like the Cincinnati team just totally feels disrespected? Because I yes, would. They, I i, I, I If they, I was
1: Jacksonville, I would feel disrespected yes, too. Yes. But if they, I'm
2: Cincinnati, I'm
1: really but but Jacksonville can't say it. No. Because they have a... Right. They're crashing this party still. They're crashing the party of three. Right. They're the fourth in the party of three. Correct. Okay? Right. So they can't say anything. Cincinnati, heck, they should be ch- chirping back from the off season when no one was talking about them. Right. And no one was picking them. And no one was giving them any credit for getting the Super Bowl. Right. So they've been riding this. They're like, f- they should be like, fine, this is normal. Right. Just keep. Keep picking against us. They have every right to to say no one believes in us. Like, if I'm
2: Cincinnati right now, I'm playing with a bigger chip than anybody's ever played with ever in an AFC Divisional Playoff round. Because basically what the NFL has said is you don't matter. Not to mention,
1: who's won on the road in the postseason? Cincinnati. Yes. It's all they do is win on the road in the postseason. So, yeah, they should feel completely disrespected by yeah. this entire thing. Like, what do you want? We right. want beat people on the road last year. Went to Arrowhead and won last year. Yeah. Like, so what we can, we can go do? To it? Buffalo, big deal. Who big cares? Deal. Right? Cincinnati, Cincinnati's why are you planning, ticked. Why plan for this extra game? It's not gonna. I mean, they're probably the ones in. Why plan for this extra game? It's not gonna happen. Because we're gonna if go I, beat Buffalo, and then we're gonna go on to Arrowhead. Because if know? I'm
2: Zach Taylor, I'm walking in there to every meeting this week. Oh, did you get your Atlanta tickets yet?
1: And just just fuel that fire a little bit more. Who's going to Atlanta next week? If you missed any of the show today, check it out. As always, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download for free. Come on out to the uh, the Hive in Mission. I'll be there from 11 to 1. Your chance to register to win tickets to the game. Free eggs. Parking. Regular-priced eggs, but they keep you keep it affordable.
2: I thought you were going to give the free eggs so we can throw them you at you while you're driving that cart around.
1: footballs to give away as well. The super cart will be there. It's a 10-foot cart. It's like Can't wait to see Josh drive the cart. A literal Go kart, yeah, I want to drive that thing bad. Yeah, so uh, come on out, Mission High B, between eleven and one, and say hello. And is the Wienermobile going to be in, there in, too? Uh, more importantly, you can uh, you can win some cool stuff. So do that. We'll see you there. All right, Cody and Gold are next here on Six Ten Sports Radio.
3: Uh,
0: we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.